just go video hustle, home 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 video hustle, What's going on, everybody? I'm Brent. And this is the Home Video Hustle, where we hustle, motherfucking hustle. Once again, back with another Brent Has Never Seen episode. It's round three out here. Really liked Rocky? Liked Rocky 2 more? Now we get to Rocky 3. And I was real curious about this one, because this is one where everybody said, you know, the formula is set. It gets a little bit more cartoony. We about to bring wrestling into this one. And I'm a fan of wrestling and boxing, so I'm like, okay, this might be that one to check out right here. Rocky 3 came out in 1982. IMDb, it has a 6.8 out of 10. And on Rotten Tomatoes, it has a 67 from the critics and a 74 from the audience. So all of those scores are lower than the last two movies. It's usually not a good sign, but then again, it's a Rocky movie. So, you know, I'm I'm betting that it's not going to be that bad with scores that high. You know, that might not be high for a lot of movies, but for Rocky 3, I think that's pretty damn high. So how does Rocky 3 start? Like all the other ones, you get to fight replay from the last movie. But I've been waiting on this fucking song to show up. And I was wondering when it was going to come. And we finally get that Eye of the Tiger music. Because I, I associated that. I'm like, I know that's Rocky. Like I had it. I, well, I think I even mentioned this before. I can't remember. But I, I thought that I had it confused. I was thinking that the You're the Best shit. I had this in the Karate Kid mixed up. You know, I've never seen the Karate Kid either. Maybe that would be another series to go back to at some point. But I finally heard him like, okay, I knew I like I knew one of those two songs was in these movies. So and then of course Apollo Creed is going to say that fucking line over and over again. So I will say it was nice to hear that fucking music. And Rocky, you get a montage where he's defending his title. I think it says he gets up to like 10 title defenses. And he sees doing commercials and he must be doing better now because you know he's looking a lot nicer. You can tell Stallone. Got a little bit more in shape because he looks a little bit like smaller, but buffered than he did in the last two movies. A little bit more smooth, suave, decked out, all that good shit. Hell, they even show him on the uh, Muppet Show and everything. You know, at this time, that's probably the heights of popularity. Like, motherfucker, you was on the Muppet Show? Like, yeah, it's popping out here. And I was bugged out and I had to look it up a little bit because I'm like, wait. The credits said introducing Mr. T. I'm like, was Mr. T not a thing before this movie? Didn't DC Cab come out before 19? What year did DC Cab come out? Now I got to look that up. No, DC Cab was 83. Holy shit. I'm th- I didn't realize that this is where Mr. T got his start. I thought the fucking A-Team came out before this. I was thinking the A-Team, the A-Team, the A-Team I thought was the 70s. But that also says 1983. So, <laughs> Okay, he was in one thing before this, so it technically isn't introducing Mr. T. He was in Penitentiary 2. Penitentiary 2, I should have said that better. Jamal Fanaka movie that I need to fucking own. I don't own those movies, and that's why I didn't know. I've always been trying to get hold of those movies, but they're either out of print, they cost too much, or whatever. But I'm 
And he plays Mr. T in that movie. So that's probably where he got his fucking name from. And technically, he was also in the Blues Brothers, uncredited as Guy on Streets. But for all intents and purposes, I guess big Hollywood picture, this is introducing Mr. T, which fucked me up. I didn't expect that. I thought, like I said, he was around since the 70s, but now you know, knowing it's half the battle. And I now that I know that too, you also see this is where a lot of his lines come from. You know, at one point he says, I pity the fool. And if you think Mr. T, you immediately think that, right? Because I was thinking, again, that was some A-team shit. It's all Rocky. Like I said, there's so much pop culture stuff that I've, I know about, but I didn't get the originator from, you know, because I hadn't watched these movies. So that was crazy to see introducing Mr. T. And I think I was saying last movie, you know, I was like, you know, Paulie, he fucked Paulie in the first movie. But the second movie, he didn't really... I don't think I made a notice. Well, I didn't really make notes at all in the second movie because I was just enjoying it so much. But the second movie, I don't think he pissed me off as much. And in this one, <laughs> I said, fuck Paulie immediately almost because Paulie is walking around drunk again. He ends up stumbling into an arcade and he sees a Rocky you no know, pinball machine and just tosses his drink through it and just destroy. He pummels that fucking machine. I was like, damn, that was real flimsy or something like a fucking bomb went off in it. And it was crazy because that was a real Rocky Pinball machine. And because he hating. Your boy Paulie back to being a hater again. Because he go up to uh, old Rocco in the parking lot, I think it was. And he just harassed him. He's like, you know, you, you with my sister. I introduced y'all. You do whatever. Like, you ain't never what you done did for me. You don't, you don't do nothing for me. Rocky like, man, look at that watch on your arm. And he throws it on the ground. And, and it's basically all of this is because he just want a job. And your boy's like, man, why, why don't you just fucking ask me that, you bitch ass motherfucker? Wouldn't get Paulie shit. Stallone a lot nicer. Well, I mean, I was spoiled just slightly. I watched Rocky Four today as I record this. And in that one, you know, Paulie does have a moment where he finally does apologize for some of the bullshittery that he's been doing. But we'll wait until Rocky Four to get to that. But just knowing Rocky Three is back to fuck Paulie. Clubber Lang need to clubber this motherfucker. Like, I would not be mad if he had died in the fucking movie. But, well, somebody died. Fuck all that, though. Because next note, y'all know... I fuck with the wrestling heavy. I grew up watching WWF and ECW. You didn't really watch WCW a whole lot as a kid, but I fucked with the ECW and WWF. And now I'm not the biggest Hulk Hogan fan because apparently, from what I understand, he's not a big fan of people that look, sound, and are the same complexion as me. But it was nice to see him in the movie, though, for a second, just to get that wrestling action popping off for a minute because he's playing a character named Thunderlips. And it's, I think, WrestleMania... The first one was 1985, so it would have been, what is this, 82, three years after this, which is even crazier to think now, because, you know, Mr. T was a big part of WrestleMania 1 and 2, and I don't think, I think Vince McMahon hadn't brought him into WWF yet. So this is before, like, this movie is predating a lot of different things. I'm pretty sure he, Hulkamania for real, for real hadn't really popped off yet, I don't think, at this point. At least maybe I'm mistaken, you know. As I'm, I like wrestling, but I'm I'm not going super, super, super far back. I'm just guessing. I know WrestleMania was 85 for sure. I'm pretty damn sure on that. But in 82, maybe he's an AWA or something like that. I'm not sure. But I didn't think he was like big in WWF in 82, though. That seemed kind of early. Somebody will let me know. There's a lot of people out there know a lot more about wrestling than me. I know a little something, but I don't know a whole lot. But all that just to say, it was cool as fuck to see, you know, the two sports that I actually really like coming together like this in the movie. Because, you know, Thunderlips, man, he just in there, he doing promo and 
If you don't know what promoing is, it's basically talking shit, you know. Because, I mean, wrestling is still around and it's just, it is nowhere near as popular as it used to be at all. So basically, if you want to think promo and just think, you know, yeah, if you ever grow watching wrestling, you know anything about WWF, you know when they have them, they got the wrestler with the microphone sometime, they might have the CG background or something with their name on it, and they're just talking mad shit. That's promo. And he's doing that to Rocky. He's just talking mad shit. It's Rocky thinking, you know, it's just a friendly exhibition and all that. Thunderlips start getting up in that ass, fucking him up. He even throws him into the crowd at one point to where Rocky's like, all right, fuck this. Take these gloves off. And he go in there and he starts sticking ho- or, uh, Thunderlips. But at the end of it all, you know, you come to find out the whole time Thunderlips is playing along is when it's finally over. He's like, hey, man, it's a good show. He fooled me. I thought he was really trying to fuck Rocky up. But nah, he was just putting on the show and he even took the picture with him and the kids and everything afterwards. I, that was probably one of my favorite scenes in the whole movie, I will say right now. But after all this, like I said, Rocky, that duty on top, title defenses and whatnot. They um, give him the bronze, you know, Rocky statue to join with the arms raised up. They unveil all that, making an announcement. He's saying, hey, you know what? I think I'm about to retire. I've been in this fight game long enough. But Clubber Lang is like, nah, 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 bruh. You ain't about to retire yet? We still got to fight. Don't act like a bitch and run away now. But even better than that, though, your boy Rocky, like, he ain't really with the shits. Well, Rocky just kind of like, you know, he said he going to fight. But it's actually, oh, boy, uh, Mickey is like, you're a bum. You ain't going to get no match you right now. Or some shit like he's talking shit to him. And then Mr. T starts talking shit to uh, Adrian. And Rocky's about to get his ass. They had to hold him back. He's talking about my girl now. And a fun fact about that I read online that I guess when Mr. T and his mama went to go see this, his mom got mad. He's I guess she was like, I, I didn't teach you to talk to women that way. I guess she didn't get that it was a movie. But that's funny, though. You got he was doing so good a part that she believed that he really meant that shit. That's how good. Mr. T is the best part of this whole movie. I'm just going to go out and say flat out right now. Whatever I think about this movie, Mr. T is the best part of the fucking movie. But come to find out, your boy Rocky gets salty because Mickey flat out admits like, yeah, those fights that you've been you know, defending your belt with, those were setups, dog. Those was easy fights, man. This dude right here, though, he a killer. Like, you barely, you beat Apollo Creed by like, what, a second and a half or some shit? He's like, man, this, and it's been uh, like 10 fights later, however much time has passed. I don't know if it's like real movie time has passed or not. But he's like, man, that dude will fuck you up, dog. So you might not want to fight him. You need to just go ahead and retire. But, of course, it's Rocky. So you know he's going to fight him. And so they had a fight. And I think it's, yeah, they kind of showed a little bit, your boy. Because, I mean, he's an older cat. And Burgess Meredith is older in real life, too. You know, he's dying. I'm just flat out. I mean, it's an older movie. Y'all know it already by now. Mickey's going to die in this movie. And he's showing signs of it at the statue, you know, promo thing. Didn't hear right before the fight with Clubber Lang. You know, he's falling out. He actually uh, passed out. No, he doesn't pass out. He's kind of like just short of breath. They lay him down. Rocky go out there to fight. And, of course, he loses because he's worried about his man's literally back there dying. So I think it went about, when did he go, like three rounds maybe? Something like that. Clubber Lang got all up in that ass, beat the fuck out of Rocky. But Rocky just says, screw it. He runs back there to go to see Mickey. Mickey pretty much on his last breath, though. And he's just like, what happened, Rocky? Did we win? And of course, Rocky don't want to, you know, the last thing that he go out knowing is that I got my ass whooped. So he's like, yeah, yeah, we won. He's like, I know you would, Rocky. I know you would. He's like, oh, oh it hurts. Oh, oh. Death. He dead. He died. Dead as fuck. So Mickey gone. But I was wondering, see, and I was talking about this in Rocky, too, because, you know, all the animosity that him and Apollo Creed had. I'm like, I know. That these motherfuckers will get cool at some point. Because I know the most, uh, apparently, like, after watching Rocky 1, 2, and 3 now, I know nothing about these movies, really. 
except for the, like Mr. T and all that. Everything I knew about Rocky all comes from part four. Now I know. Because the fight scene with, well, we'll talk about it in part four, but just know a lot of the shit that I know from these movies comes from that one. So I'm sitting here wondering, like, how in the fuck are they going to become friends? And I find out in this movie, I already know if it's going to be this one or the next one, but Apollo Creed, back when they were actually in the ring, because Apollo Creed was there too, and your homie Mr. T was talking shit to him too. Somebody calling him a bum, calling him a chump and all that shit. So when Mickey died, you know, you, I think Rocky pretty much was done with the fight game at that point, but Apollo Creed come in the gym one night while he... Cause Stallone or Rocky had a little moment where he's driving around all sad, throwing his helmet at the statue and all that. He go back to Mickey's old gym and Apollo shows up. He like, uh, so uh, you gonna get that rematch, right? And Stallone was like, nah, nah, nah. He's like, nah, 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 bro. You need to go whoop his ass because he's talking a lot of shit. And I'm a train. So they accept the rematch. Apollo takes him all the way out to California. Today must have been Friday, motherfucker. But they in the gym and again, I this okay, so this is three times a fuck Paulie now because Paulie getting his racism shit popping. Cause of course, you know, it's a Cali gym, Apollo Creed gym, it's all black folks in there. And so Polly, uh Paulie, Paulie is making all kinds of little comments in there, and they got music playing. He says somebody, we can't train with this jungle junk music. So it's like, ooh, I wish somebody knocked that motherfucker out. It's like 50 of y'all, and y'all could have jumped him and Rocky and got away with it, probably, but. And then he says something about somebody being colored. And it's just like, will somebody please kill Paulie? Like, can he die? Like, will he, like, give him a heart attack? Fucking punch him in the chest as hard as possible and just get rid of this motherfucker. They, I mean, give it like two days. They won't care no more. Even if Rocky and Adrian get sad, give about two weeks, maximum, they'll get over it. Because fuck Paulie. But yeah, man, Apollo trying to train this motherfucker. And he, you know, he's salty about his homie dying. So he's like half ass training and everything. They get to the beach and, I think Apollo finally just loses. He's like, what the fuck are you doing? You know, he just walks off and Adrian has to go over there and basically be like, hey, man, look, you got to get off this bullshit because if you don't train right, you won't get your ass beat again. So why don't you just get your shit together and get your training on and go with Mr. T ass? Because I'm a pity you fool if you go in there and get your ass beat twice. No coochie tonight for that. So you better go get that shit popping. So Rocky's like, okay, I got you. I can't do that voice. I'm sorry. It's like, Two in the morning, too. So, hey. But we get to the rematch. And I just made notes right here. Round one went to Rocky, in my opinion. Like, if I'm the judge, I get round one to Rocky. And round two goes to Lang, because Club of Lang was beating his ass. Oh, but now I sat earlier, I thought it went three rounds. No, this one went three rounds, because Rocky won in the third round. And I made a note that Rocky, you know, usually at the end of these movies, he's fucked. Like, the first one, he had his eye cut. The second one looked like his eyes turned into like mini vaginas on his face and everything. This one, he was not swole up like the other two movies. Like, because the whole thing, Apollo even told him, he's like, bro, you got to get him down quick. Because if you don't, he going to fuck you up. And I was laughing because he actually pulled a rope of dope on him. Because, you know, like I said, Clubber got his ass in the second round. So the third round, he going in there and he just like talking mad shit back to him. He's kind of doing to him what Clubber did to him in the first fight. He's just like, well, that's the best you got. Come on, chump. You know, he's taking a couple hits, but at the same time, he's like, he's fucking with his head a little bit. So, you know, he's getting him to miss a bunch of shots. You know, he's swinging. He's throwing bullshit at him. So now Rocky is dodging and bobbing and weaving and all that. Rope-a-dope to Clang. Or Clang. Clubber Lang. <laughs> and that's how he ends up beating him. He kind of uses his own strategy against him. He's just talking mad shit. But he doesn't. Like, neither one of them looks super beat up. At Mr. T really didn't look fucked up. I don't know if they. 
He made that like an agreement in his contract. Like, I'm not going to get, I'm not getting super fucked up by Rocky, bro. I'm not getting swole up, bro. I can I get lose. Because when they show him at the end of the fight, he's sitting there with his gloves up to his face like, fuck, I can't believe I lost. But he don't look nowhere near swole. And neither does Stallone. So it's the first Rocky one where he just like, he just book, beat somebody's ass. You know, he ain't get super pummeled up. Adrian ain't got to go home and put ice on his motherfucking face this time. So that was different. But the whole movie, Apollo Creed kept saying like, hey, man, you going to rematch me. You going to rematch me, pimpin'. But you owe me a favor. Won't never tell the motherfucker what it is and come to find out the favor is a rematch. But it ain't going to be no big rematch out in, you know, in front of the crowd or nothing. It's like, no, nah, we're going to go to the gym, me and you, and we're going to hash this shit out. And I was laughing because uh, they're, you know, they're talking smack to each other, but it's friendly smack talk now. They're friends now. And they're getting in the ring and they're talking and they're like dissing each other. Like, oh, you're looking kind of old there, Apollo. And he's like, oh, yeah, okay, whatever. And he's like, you want to ring the bell? And I laugh because your boy was like, okay, ding, ding. I don't know why the way he did that shit just made me burst out laughing. But then the final still shot, you get them both punching each other in the face. I, the tiger, start playing. The painting, the oil painting, it transitioned to a picture or something like that. And that was basically Rocky Three. Talking through most of that, I will say I gave a slightly controversial opinion with part two. I think, I don't know if it is yet, because I actually, part two episode has just came out a few hours ago as I record this. So I don't know how controversial it may or may not be, but I'm going to say a lot of people told me, like, this was this is one of the ones. This is a fun one. This was a good one. I didn't. This is my least favorite so far of all the Rocky movies. I like this one the least. I didn't like dislike it. I, I I liked it. It was cool, but I like one and two better. Two is still my favorite so far. Nothing has been better than two. I gave number one a seven. I gave two an eight. I would actually give this a six. Like again, to use Justine from Soup Complex logic, I guess that makes this good as Casablanca, but it's a six out of ten because. You know, I was talking before about in part one that I really didn't get into the Adrian love story and everything like that. But I got into, you know, the Rocky stuff, you know, him trying to, you know, he basically a scrub, you know, you, you know, it's always fun to see the scrubs rise up and become the the winner, you know, he technically didn't win that fight. And in Rocky two, that was even better for to watch because it's like you always get to see the underdog story. But Rocky two was like, OK, well, what happens next? You A lot of times you don't get that in movies. Like, you get the one, you get the triumph, but what happens after the triumph? And he struggled, you know, he wasn't, you know, able to really read very well. So you got to see him trying to struggle with getting, you know, commercials done. And then, you know, he was out here hood rich, balling out of control, like I was saying, spending all that money. And then you had Apollo Creed basically getting, like, the early version of Twitter through the mail where everybody bombing him and sending him hate mail. So even though in the first one he was talking about you ain't getting no rematch, now he's like, no, my pride is hurting now. So now we're going to have this rematch. Fuck you. And Rocky, at the same time, is getting laid off from jobs, got a kid on the way, needs some bread. So basically, you know, everything came back together for them in the fight. And that was interesting to watch, the developments and all that. This one didn't have a lot of that. A lot of that type of stuff got dropped. This is a boxing movie, <laughs> like, through and through. Like, it's, it didn't seem like there was really any real conflict going on that was, like, interesting like, if you just want to see the fights, like, I guess you get that first one with uh, Clubber Lane pretty damn quick in the movie. And then, of course, you know, you get the one in the finale. And the fight here was cool, but I still like the ending fight in part two the best, I think, of the three that I've seen so far. But Clubber Lang is pretty much what saved. Like, if this movie had had a weak antagonist, I might have gave this a lower score. Your boy, Mr. T, bumps it up because the 
the smack talk or the promos I was talking about, like those are the highlights. The fighting scenes and Mr. T talking smack, like those are the scenes where I sat up in my seat and I really started paying attention. Everything else, like, like I can't even really remember a whole lot of the actual, you know, drama of the movie no more. It was just, I, I mean, you know, Mickey passed and, you know, he died and everything. That was sad. But a lot of the movie is basically, like I said, the the first one is the come the the come up story. The second one is, you know, the progression of it and all that, you know. This one is pretty much Rocky on top. And he's starting to lose his shine. He's getting complacent and everything. So it shows the complacency, which apparently for me, at least, wasn't as interesting as, you know, the the come up. And then, you know, where do we go from here type shit? Now we're just here. And, you know, he's getting he's doing TV shows. He's fighting bums to defend his title. That stuff was cool, but it just wasn't as interesting to me as the other stuff was. You know, the progression here, it felt like, like I said, where as the first movies, it was like upwards. This one didn't go down, but it felt like it just leveled out. It just went straight across. This, like a, I don't want to say a flat line because that sounds bad. But pretty much, like I said, there's no incline. It just evened itself out, kind of. So like I said, it wasn't bad, but it's just like the storyline here just didn't grip me as much. But the thing is, too, it's also short. So like I said, even though it wasn't like very interesting plot-wise, there was enough promo and, and fighting for it to still be interesting enough. And that's why I give it that six. Or like I said, or if I'm looking at it like letterbox style, it's a three stars out of five. So it's not bad. I like I said, I didn't dislike it or anything. It's just of the three movies I've seen so far, this is probably my least favorite one. But it's not bad though. There was another angle with the story or something else going on. Maybe one little more interesting thread or something. Might have at least been on par with the first one for me. I got a seven out of ten. But so far, like I said, this is the weakest one. So I'd be very curious. When I get to part five and maybe even part six, I hear part five, I hear nothing good about part six. I hear mixed reviews about. So I'm curious to get to those two more than any of these now. But I because I got, got a feeling I'm going to like part four. I've seen bits of part four and I remember night like getting into it a little bit. I just never watched the whole movie. So I'm wondering what's going to be the actual low point here, because so far of the three of the trilogy, this is the low point for me. But I wonder if it's going to go up or higher and higher and higher or if it's going to drop hard. That's what we're going to find out about next time. Because I will say I watched part four today as I record this. So I'm going to I'm not recording it right now because it's almost two thirty in the morning. I got to go to sleep at some point to build up the anticipation here. I watched part four twice and I watched it twice because I found out that Stallone had released an ultimate director's edition or whatever. And at first I was like, oh, it's you no know, Rocky four is one hour, 31 minutes. That one's one thirty three. So it's not going to be it's only a two minute difference. So I'll just look up online what's different. Now I was like, oh. He didn't just add two minutes to it. He actually flipped scenes and took some stuff out and added scenes and like rearranged. I'm like, okay, so I need to watch both of those because <laughs> it sounds like that's a completely different version. So I'm going to have both versions of Rocky Four on the next one. So stay tuned for that. But yeah, a six out of ten. Is that bad? Did you expect it? Is Rocky Three? I know a lot of people are going to disagree with this because I hear so many people tell me Rocky Three is their favorite. So I'm very curious to hear your input on this one, but. Like I said, it's not a bad movie. It just, it didn't hook me like the other two have so far. Mr. T is the best part. I give you that. I'll be curious to see how this goes on without Mickey, though. I'm pretty sure now it's looking like Apollo is just going to be his trainer. But I know what happens to Apollo in the next movie. So, And, if, I mean, of course, and I, as you know, at this point, I watched it already. But even before I watched it today, like, I knew what happened to Apollo Creed. So we'll talk about it next time. So Rocky three, six out of ten. Three down. Three more to go. And then we got them creeds after that. So on that note, just got to let you know that I'm Brent. Oh, let's do it.
just a little bit, just a little bit. <laughs> hey, have a good rest of whatever day you listen to this song. I don't know when these are coming out. These are like little side episodes right now. If you like these, I might continue this. This is a lot of big series that I haven't done before. Even if it's not a series, like even like one-off movies I haven't seen before, like big ones. Like I might just continue doing these if you guys like hearing these little short and then they're short and sweet bursts. Like, you know, our podcast is usually like two hours, two and a half hours. I'm giving you a 30 and under pretty much right now. Let's get in and out, tell you how I feel, talk about the movie a little bit, and move on to the next. That's what we're doing. And next up is gonna be Rocket Four. Both of them, both versions. So we can compare and contrast. And if you haven't seen the director's cut that came out like what a year or two ago, I'll tell you about some of the differences. Cause there's n- not as many as I expected. But there are significant changes at the same time. So we'll talk about that next time. So peace.